The Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Just in time for football season, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP100. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit. Use SGP100 to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast is also brought to you by Playbalto, the number one office pool hosting site. Playbalto is fully customizable, easy to manage, and most importantly, it's free. If you're running a football pool this season, make your life easy and do it on Playbalto. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com and click the Playbalto link to sign up today. <laughs> see a rematch it's like when this is the fight that settles it all i think he's a good fighter i just don't think he's good enough to beat me last change i'm walking out with the belt wrapped on the way it's no question what a fantastic stylistic matchup ladies and gentlemen this is an amazing fight two of the best middleweights in the world one punch knockout power what an amazing night of fights Hey guys, you are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Well, finally, we have a decent fight card here from UFC, which have been far, few and far between this year. Um, UFC need a decent fight card, especially given the controversy this week. It hasn't surrounded any of these fights, but it's surrounded Conor McGregor punching an old man in the face in Ireland, which brings more negativity towards UFC. So the way to kind of counteract that somewhat would be a um, a very decent fight card this weekend. And UFC 241 on paper is a decent fight card, headlined by the rematch between Daniel Cormier, Daniel Cormier and Stipe Miocic, where last time out, Cormier won as a plus 150 underdog with Miocic going into that fight at around about minus 200. It is a rematch for the heavyweight title. And uh, Cormier won that via a knockout, hitting uh, Miocic with what Miocic has described as a, a miracle in that occasion, which I don't think it was, because I do think that Cormier was a fairly decent bet at the price in that fight. And I think the same thing this time around. I think it's sort of reversed to Miocic being a very good price where he's at, with, McCorm- with Cormier being at the US price of minus 135, and Miocic being available at plus 115. I do feel that kind of the roles have reversed here, because whether you want to use the word luck or not, um, there was it was an anomaly in the last fight, the fact that 
Daniel Cormier got through and knocked Miocic down in the first round. Bearing in mind, this is a man who's made the most heavyweight defense defense the heavyweight title defenses of all time that being only three but that just shows you the unpredictability of the heavyweight division where the knockout power and the routes to victory are so significant that making three defenses sets a record in this division and Miocic was able to do that so you can't really turn around and take anything away from him but at the same time I'm not one here to throw out terminology like lucky punch uh, or anything like that because I think Cormier is just too good to have that thrown his way. The only guy to beat him is Jones. Jones is the greatest fighter of all time, in my opinion. You can argue for G- GSP. You can argue for um, Anderson. And I think it's real, real tight between um, Anderson uh, Anderson Silva and uh, John Jones but for me I think Jones narrowly gets the edge with the with his record I think Anderson possibly fought a little bit too long and uh, it's kind of done a Mike Tyson thing where your your legacy is kind of damaged by the, the damaging of the, the damage done to your record and your last few fights sorry I'm doing this really early in the morning trying to get this done I actually recorded this podcast last night and um did it on a device which managed to lose it so I was in the process of uh, sending the SGP a message saying sorry fucked up the fight show uh, just haven't got time to do it but um, I've found time this morning I'm actually on holiday with my son and uh, trying to find a few minutes here to to do this so that we have some consistency because this is a fight show to show we do covering all the the big fight events for UFC and boxing and it would be fairly inconsistent if we missed that UFC 241 which is actually a decent card um, looking at this rematch as I've already sort of alluded to I think Miocic is the the better bet as Cormier was last time out I think when you get a fighter going from minus 200 to, to plus 115 you always have to take it uh, bearing in mind the um the type of victory now if it was a type of victory where Daniel Cormier absolutely schooled this guy and we saw a, a massive golf and cast then I probably wouldn't be saying that this is the bet because quite often rematches are won we're by the same person but in this instance as I said I'm not going to say lucky punch but I am going to say that it was an anomaly that somebody got through and hit Miocic with that kind of punch and it could be he could have gone the opposite way and it can go the opposite way tonight I don't think it's going to be in any way a major surprise if CP Miocic comes through tonight and lands on Daniel Cormier's chin in the first round he actually does have the better hands and if this fight stays at the feet generally the advantage will be with Miocic um, Cormier is the better wrestler and um, as we saw in the last fight, he does have power in his hands as well. But I think despite the fact he did win it with his hands, Cormier is going to want to take this to the ground as often as he can and just grind it out. I think if Cormier does win it tonight, it's going to be on points and it's going to be by a, a quite a big decision because he's just going to be grinding Miocic down, not letting Miocic box with him. Because trust me, even though he won this fight with his hands, I don't think Cormier wants to box again. Miocic is the better boxer and he has a big range advantage here as well. So it would be is to his advantage to keep it at his feet and that's what I mean by the fact that it was quite a big anomaly because the advantage going into this fight again is with Miocic on the feet and the feet is where he lost the last fight so again 
anomaly once again the, the word is quite um, relevant here in terms of this fight because Miocic will want to keep it to the feet again he does have the better range he's the better boxer and he has more power so for me everything here points to Miocic if they do keep it to the ground and Cormier has to find a different route to victory that was successful for him last time so that all automatically makes the price slightly skewed for me. This is a pick and fight, and uh, I'm going to divert to the underdog on this occasion. Up next, we have uh, Anthony Pettis versus Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz is back in UFC. How ready will he be for this fight I think is the main question because if he's at his best um, I think Nate Diaz wins this I think he has more energy than Anthony Pettis I think that he's better on his feet and he's better on the ground I think obviously um, Pettis is better in terms of hitting those knockout power shots but as far as a high pace striking match the advantage is going to be with Nate Diaz in terms of the output that he can put out if this is the same Nate Diaz that left us last time uh, it looks like the same character that left us last time he was smoking weed during his um during his private workout, which I find was hilarious. Pettis comes into this as the minus 130 favorite in the US price. Nate Diaz is available at plus 110. If we look further into this fight, I didn't look further into the, into the last fight, mainly because I see two routes to victory. One being Stipe Miocic via knockout. Um, the other one for me being uh, Daniel Cormier via via points. So I'll, I mean, I'll go back. I'll backtrack and look at those just just so that uh, we do the housekeeping right here. Cormier in the knockout of the last fight <clears throat> was two to one. Cormier submission was eleven to two. Cormier the de- de- decision was four to one. Miocic fifteen to eight for a knockout, twelve to one for a submission, and six to one via decision. I think for me. If you're going to bet Miocic, take the knockout price there. In this fight, um, there seem there seems to be again a clear victory victory, and I think it's going to be points for either fighter. Um, UK price Diaz is evens, and Pettis is at four to five. Um, the decision for Pettis is six to four. The decision for Diaz is two to one. I like that. The other method of victory, any other method for victory, is TKO knockout for Diaz seven to one. TKO knockout for Pettis five to one. Both men are massive for a submission. Ten to one Pettis, seven to one on Diaz. I, as I said, I don't know what kind of uh, Nate Diaz is going to turn up here. And although I like him to win this fight on point points, the security bet would be for the fight to go the distance here, which is available at four to seven here in the UK, which is the shade under minus two hundred. That's where I would be looking to put my money on this fight if I was to lock anything up here I think I would go with uh, that fight the the semi-main to end up going to a decision Um, next up we have the battle of the guys that look like that they're ridden out of their minds coming out of this these will be the two most ripped trucks that you see on this UFC card or in any UFC card it's Yoel Romero versus Paulo Costa where Yoel Romero is the minus 150 US favourite and Paulo Costa is available at plus 130 I think Romero should take this fight probably via TKO I would think most of these guys have the power in I think 
these guys have the most power in the division uh, I don't think that it could go all 15 minutes or you know so I've been wrong before um, either guy can knock the other one out uh, Costa has to keep the fight standing to have a chance because there's more routes to victory for uh, Romero if Costa keeps it standing he could be a live dog um, he should be the faster fighter and he should have a higher strike rate giving him a route to victory on points as well uh, Romero's tough he's durable um, and you probably do need to, to put him away the longer this fight goes um, I would favour Romero um, because even because even if it's a striking match uh, Romero's going to have decent output but I think it's going to be down to, to takedowns if it does go to points I don't think that that's going to be um, the way it goes Um I, I don't think Romero is going to be looking into the wrestle. I think he can can hang on the feet, get them get get the knockout against Costa. But I do believe either way, someone is getting knocked out, and I do like that bet actually more than I do for either person to win this or any kind of route to victory. Romero is the uh, is four sixty here in the UK, and Paulo Costa is six to five. The routes to victory are uh, TKO KO for Romero eleven to eight, twelve to one submission, and four to one a decision. So it kind of tells there. Uh, decision is a big price. It's seven to one on Costa by decision, five to two to knockout, and thirteen to two via a submission. I think your uh, your best bet here is for fight to go to distance. No. Uh, but you're only getting uh, two to five there. So I don't like to take anything under minus 200. I guess you could gamble here on the total rounds. If you do take it under two and a half, uh, you can get it down to eight to 15. So that does give you le- two and a half minutes less, but it does also put it inside of the window where I think it's respectable to to make a pick. Other fights on his card, see uh, Gabriel Benitez versus Sudik Yusuf and um, Derek Brunson versus Ian Heinzich. Uh, on the pre-show, the final card on the pre-show, sees Devontae Smith versus Karma Worthy. Uh, Corey's Sannington is also on his fight. He's also on his cards, his pre-show card, sorry, against Rafael Asensio. So two established names there going at it on the, the prelim card. So the prelim card looks relatively decent up to a certain point. Uh, my prelim picks I'll be putting out on lockbetting.com if I make any. Um, I really only wanted to cover the, the main fights here on the, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network here on the fight show. Uh, and I believe that we've done that. So we've given three predictions there if I'm leaning towards winners of those three fights I reiterate I'm leaning towards Miocic Diaz and Yoel Romero Um, I like the Yoel Romero fight to go under two and a half I like the Diaz fight to go to points and I like C.P. Miocic to win C.P. Miocic to win as an underdog for my lock on this show alluded to it earlier I'm going to go for the Diaz and Pettis fight to go to distance at four to seven can't see any man stopping there I see a pretty although it's a lot it's fairly hyped I don't see a massively exciting fight I see both guys uh, keeping it on their feet and uh, just trying to outpoint each other and I think that one will see the, the full 15 because of that reason and hopefully Diaz ends up winning it because I think there will be bigger fights for Diaz out there um, obviously there's uh, part three of the Conor trilogy but whether Conor McGregor fights again in UFC or not I, I'm not sure he seems to have gone completely off the rails in his personal life and then of course 
a possible fight with uh, Khabib Namagamadov, but Khabib himself on the 7th of September has to get past Dustin Poirier and that will be something that we'll be covering on the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network because that will be a massive fight when we head to UFC 242 on Saturday, September the 7th. September the 7th. In fact, I'll be with the SGP guys for that one because I'll be in Vegas for the start of the NFL weekend. So we'll probably be watching all of that together. That's it from me. Of course, check me out on Twitter at LockBetting and check out our website, LockBetting.com. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening, guys. Shut up, shut up.